RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Not a victory Monday. Um, I'm going to say this about that game. First of all, you guys all have to be tired from a, an exhausting weekend of football. That was some of the best football watching that I remember in my lifetime, and I'm getting pretty darn old. But unbelievable football games up and down. Great competition. Great quarterback play. And, you know, listen, great quarterback play, but I try to let everybody know, you don't win games with quarterback. You win them in the trenches. And we saw that throughout the playoffs. Now, if you look at the Buccaneers game and the Buccaneers game, they didn't get it done, obviously. If you look at the score, if you look at the box scores, you go, oh, my God, this was a great. The Bucks really only gave us about two minutes of satisfaction in that game yesterday. No more than that. The Buccaneers from Jump Street, they came out, they ran the ball a couple of times, punted. And from that point on, they were gone. They were done. And they really didn't come back in the game until the end when, let's be honest, people, I'm just going to be as honest as I can. The Rams let us back in that damn thing, okay? They, the Rams the Rams should be kicking themselves today for letting the Buccaneers back in that damn game, seriously. Because at the beginning of the game, and if you guys don't believe me, you can go back and listen to Beckles and Retro all last week. This is my whole thing. This is my whole thing. We don't match well against the Rams up front. Our offensive line against the Rams' defensive line is not a good matchup. Does anybody think that that was wrong now? And I said on Friday, the reason why the Buccaneers are going to lose this game is because the Rams are that much better up front on defense. Is anybody saying that's not the case? Because, listen, the Bucs lost by three points. Not a big deal. But you watched the game, didn't you? The Buccaneers, they play the Rams ten times. I'm not sure the Bucs win more than twice. And I'm not, I don't think I'll say that about a lot of different teams and this Buccaneer team. Now, obviously, with Tristan Wirth not being in the game, and once again, this is not me talking after the fact. I do have a radio show on 95.3 WDAE. You can listen to it every day from 3 to 7, and I say the same things. Without Tristan Wirth, I don't like the Buccaneers' chance. With, with Tristan Wirth, I like their chances. If you guys don't think that offensive line play is that important, put Tristan Wirth in that game yesterday, and the Buccaneers are a completely different team. Completely different. They don't lose the pass rush game. They they can't run the ball as well. And the Rams just were a tough team to match up against when you're down Tristan Worse, when when Jensen's not full full tilt. And the reason why we lost that game is because of the trenches, period. Now, you know, this this uh, podcast is called In the Trenches for a reason. You literally win that way. Look at all the playoff games. Everybody wants to talk about these high flying quarterbacks. 16-13 playoff games? <laughs> that's not one by quarterbacks. That's one in the trenches, okay? Period. So watching this Buccaneer team yesterday, they were lucky to have been in that game, period. They really shouldn't have been in it. You know, when you talk about the end of that game, you know, the Buccaneers were down 27-6 at some weird times at the end of the game, and then there just all of a sudden was all the shenanigans and tomfoolery just started to happen with the Rams. And once again, they pretty much let us back in that game. And like I said, the Rams got to be kicking themselves for, for, for not finishing that up when, when, they, when they could have. If you really think about it, Akers fumbled in the first half going in. I think it was a couple seconds left. 
He fumbled on the one-yard line, barely. No, he did fumble. Okay, so he scores that touchdown, game's over, right? At that time, the Bucs couldn't stop Jack. He scores that touchdown, game's over. That is it. And, you know, they would have been down 24 and would have been done. At the end of the game, towards the end, 27-6, Cooper Cup fumbles. He don't ever fumble. Cooper Cup fumbles. And it wasn't really that egregious of a fumble. It wasn't that great of a defensive play. Um, then once again, we get a, they get a strip sack from Von Miller, which pretty much ends the game at 27, six games over at right games over. They strip sack. We're good. You know, they, they, they we can't block them. We're done. <laughs> and then they get this cockamamie snap, you know, that they can't get, and we get the ball back. We were lucky to be in this game. People. We should have been blown out of that game. We should have lost that game by 21 points probably or so. Let me tell you guys about one of my favorite sponsors, Blue Chew. It's time It's time of the year to get off the couch and get back in the bedroom, and Blue Chew can help you guys out. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's chewable tablets, and it's at a fraction of the cost, and that's what I've been using the last couple of years. I've heard you guys, you guys have heard me say that I, I get headaches with Cialis, and I get headaches with Viagra. With Blue Chew, I get none of the side effects, and it's absolutely beautiful. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult one of their uh, licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, and you don't have to visit a doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations, and there's no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's really, really easy. So if you can benefit from a little extra confidence in the bedroom like we could all do, uh, you got a special deal for the listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use a Promo code FLAVA at checkout, just $5 at shipping. That's Bluetooth.com promo code FLAVA to receive your first month absolutely free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this podcast. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Now, I'm going to give the, the Buccaneers credit for getting back in that game, but we needed we needed a, a game-miss fumble, a game-miss kick. Um... We needed a fumble by Cooper Cup. We needed a, a, a fumble by Akers. Um, a couple of fumbles by Akers, actually. We needed, a, 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 obviously, a Dominican Sioux strip was a good thing. We did some good things, but they allowed us to get back in that game. When it's all said and done, you look at the box scores, we had no business in that game, okay? And once again, for those of you that don't believe that offensive linemen are that important to the grand scheme of things, I literally said, if we have Tristan Worse on Friday, we win this game. Without Tristan Worse, we don't. And what happened? I think if we have Tristan Worse in that game, I think the Buccaneers win that game. I really do believe that. Your game plan has to change when you have one or two guys on your offensive line that are questionable, okay? So, is it sad the Buccaneers went out like that? Sure. You know, they had a chance to win at the end, but they, they shouldn't have won that game. At no point did I really believe the Buccaneers were going to really win that game. I think they were happy to be in it. I think they were happy to be in it, but hey, you know, you had a chance. You had a few chances, and you didn't get it done. And listen, with all with all the crazy stuff happening in the playoffs, and I know people are so upset about the, the overtime that will happen in Kansas City and Buffalo, if you can't stop a team from scoring a touchdown on a drive, you don't deserve to win, period, all right? They had their chance. 
But, and I'm telling you, with 13 seconds, I was sitting on my, I was sitting on my lazy boy chair, and I was thinking, stop celebrating. Everybody stop. I was yelling, stop celebrating, everybody. Game ain't over. Patrick Mahomes, okay, Hill, Kelsey, uh, you know, on the other side, all right? Pretty darn good play calling, too, right? Andy Reid, it ain't over. The funny part, I was just playing Madden with my boy Josh the other day, and it was 12 seconds left in the first half, and I eased up, and he kicked a field goal to beat me. That's why I know it's not that hard to do. It's only have to complete two long passes, and you're in field goal range. So the Buccaneers maybe exhaled a little bit, and it didn't work out in the long run. I mean, so just in, just the whole game in general, football in general to me, um, everybody puts so much emphasis on the quarterbacks, and just go back and look at a lot of the football this weekend or last weekend. Boy, you win the game in the trenches, people. I try to let people know that running the football is essential. And I really do believe that the Buccaneers didn't advance because they didn't put enough emphasis in running the football towards the back end of the season. They did that last year. They didn't do it this year. For whatever reason, that may be. Okay? Look at Jimmy Garoppolo. If you ask me if I want Jimmy Garoppolo as my quarterback, my answer is hell to the no. Okay? I don't know if he's better than six quarterbacks in the NFL. He may go to another Super Bowl. He may go to another Super Bowl. He didn't do squat. You got to play around the quarterbacks. Run the football. Play defense. Put your players in good positions where your average quarterback doesn't throw the ball 40 times and Jimmy Garoppolo could be fine. Jimmy Garoppolo might retain his job this year and he didn't do shit all year. He really didn't. So listen, everybody keeps on wanting to find that quarterback, quote unquote quarterback. Well, build build around them sometimes, and it's, and it's better that way. Now the Buccaneers have to think about their offseason and what they're going to do going forward. You know, they have a couple decisions that need to be made. Uh, Tom Brady being the biggest one. I'm not going to sit here and make my predictions whether Tom Brady's going to retire or not. I'll let him do that because it's really up to the athlete. It has nothing to do with what just happened. It has to do with the the athlete and in the particular situation he's in. Personally, I think that Tom Brady would probably say, I think he would tell us he's going out. Just most most people, as much as inconspicuous as Tom Brady is, you still want to get you know all the hoopla and fanfare on the way out. You want the rocking chairs and all this kind of stuff. He didn't get that. I don't think he's just going to bow out. I don't think he wants to go out that way. So I don't see uh, Tom Brady doing it doing that. If he does, I can see Tom Brady literally going to Giselle, honey. I swear to God, this is the last year on everything I love. This is it. Give me one more try. I need to go one more time. You know, Tom Tom Brady's kids, I think his oldest is 14, somewhere in there. You know, I've, I had kids while I played. They were younger, so I got a chance to watch them play the majority of their sports and go to all their different meetings and outings. And I would have missed that if I didn't get a chance to do it. And Tom Brady's missing that. So he does have a life away from football as well. And let's just hope that Giselle lets him um, do it one more year with us. Uh, the only thing that I thought that was disheartening about that loss yesterday was a lot of miscommunication in the game. I see guys putting other people and you should be here. And I mean, it's the 20th week of the season. There shouldn't be a whole lot of miscommunication. I saw too much of that. And a lot when, on the last play, I guess Devin White was supposed to blitz, didn't blitz on a zero blitz. It's a big deal now. If you're supposed to come on a zero blitz and you didn't, that means you were unblocked. So the, the whole play would have been completely different. So I have absolutely no problem with a call. If it wasn't executed right, I have a problem with that. So next year, when the Buccaneers uh, suit up in uh, September, they'll look different. 
Uh, hopefully, they'll have some of the same personnel. Hell, they may have a different offensive coordinator. They may have a different defensive coordinator as well. So we'll look to see what happens. And listen, anybody ever wants to hit me up and in the trenches happens all the way through the offseason. Anybody ever wants to hit me up, uh, it's uh, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com if you have any questions. And uh, listen, the football season was fun. Uh, we had high expectations, but we have to all understand that. You have to get kind of lucky as the seasons go along. And losing Tristan Worse before that last game wasn't lucky. Last year, the Buccaneers got lucky. They got they got some breaks. This year, they didn't get the breaks, unfortunately. So we have a whole offseason to kind of contemplate what they're going to be doing and uh, hopefully they'll be contending again next year that'd be a beautiful thing you know if Tom goes then you have to start thinking about Bruce going and getting dismantled so I'm not ready for that quite yet once again I appreciate you guys and gals listening in and uh, we will still continue in the trenches in the offseason because football never stops everybody have a wonderful uh, week and please be safe peace out you have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. His body language, Daniel, when he did that, it, it, he looked just... I, I, it almost to me like I don't know if he was putting on a look. I don't know, but it, it was kind of this look to me that was kind of in a way of, man, I'm a little worried that this may affect how many people buy our product. That is interesting. That is interesting. But I do think that whenever the ESPN deal is up and the UFC has to go to another, if the UFC does end up going to another partner. I strongly believe the UFC will keep the same pay-per-view price of wherever they are when they leave up. I mean, they are not going to be like, well, you know, I want to sell it for $60, but it's all ESPN's fault. So we're going back down. I mean, they're going to keep up with the Joneses. But it's an interesting perspective that I don't think I really touched on in that this was an ESPN decision, not so much a UFC decision. And it was interesting to hear his feedback because usually Dana White is very, very – uh he goes with whatever the flow the promotion's going. He doesn't really feed into the narrative that's maybe surrounding any given topic from the media. We'll hear later when he talks about Henry Cejudo, he doesn't really answer the questions. With this one, it does seem like he's sympathizing with the fans. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.